welcome to the long-awaited 83rd episode of the non-player character podcast video game podcast with character i am your it's been a long time so i might not be as good as i used to be host npc paul <laughs> and with me today over the power of discord of course it's leonard Leonard, how are you doing, Leonard? I'm Leonard, and uh, I'm coming back to streaming, so I'm doing all right, and life is interesting. Yes, it is interesting, and definitely had to get that shameless plug-in right at the beginning. We also, of course, have the favorite new NPC, the guy that everyone is talking about on Twitter, asking where the fuck did he come from and who the fuck is he? Well, I'm going to tell you his name. His name is Jeremy. How's it going, Jeremy? I can't believe I'm going to say this. But I've actually missed your corny intros. I can't believe I'm going to say it. I don't know what you mean by corny. They're written out and practiced hours and hours. It's a writing room that I have doing this. (laughs) But that's not all. As a return to the amazing podcast that this is, we couldn't just start with two guys that we knew and me. No, no, no. We had to get guests. That's right. We have guests. One is a returning guest. I bet you can't guess who it is, but I'm going to tell you who it is because it's Yusuf. How's it going, Yusuf? Hello. Uh, apologies for my past performance as Donald Trump. Uh, I regret it. I practice a lot more. Uh, not Donald Trump, but uh, my impressions have improved slightly, which is something. But uh, happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, of course. We love having you on. Be a, a return to form for the NPC podcast if we didn't have somebody else on. And to be honest, I wish I had asked him before. Before we started recording, what name he wants me to use. So instead of me saying his name and what name he wants me to use, he's going to tell you his name, but he's from Oklahoma. So if he sounds like a robot, it's his fault. Tell the audience your name, the one that you want to be used. I thought you were going to forget me for a second. Hi, everybody. I'm Hayden. Uh, nice to nice for you to listen to me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it is nice to be able to listen to you. And that Southern lilt that you have, it's fantastic. <laughs> So, so, as we always do, going around the horn and asking everybody what they have been playing, it's going to be interesting with two new guests. And then we're going to go on to news, and then we've got a a topic, and this week's topic is uh, one that's close to my heart in that I hate it very much, and that is mobile gaming. Mobile gaming is like, uh, I don't know, it's it's the devil uh, incarnate, and we need to rid it from the world. But uh, these four idiots that I have on other sides of microphones are going to tell me why it's not the worst thing to ever happen to video gaming. But before we get to that, of course, we're going to talk about what everyone has been playing. I'm going to start off first because my ego has been shattered by how long it's been since we recorded. I've been playing City Skylines. I got back into it. It is the best uh, city building game there is. Uh, There's like thousands of mods for it. And they're coming out with a new airport DLC that sounds worse than it. (laughs) A uh, seven-year-old game, maybe long. I think it's actually eight years old. Uh, And it's still going strong as the best city builder ever made. Uh, and Paradox Interactive, you guys know, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys know what you're doing. I just wish you would come out with a City Skylines too, Leonard, I haven't heard your voice in such a long time. I miss what you have been playing. So please tell me, what have you been playing? Oh man, I've been playing Animal Crossing. Uh, I've also, Still? they just had a recently a new update. Uh, somewhat recently like maybe a couple months ago i've been really excited to talk about it because there is a lot of new stuff to it but to long story short it uh they have some new recipes there's a free update where you could actually make cooking recipes which are really cool 
they also added um, with it, and this will be going on to Nintendo News as well later, but they did add a new update to a certain subscription that they have where now you can actually redesign people's homes uh, for a vacation home. Uh, it seems like that second part that you mentioned is like definitely a second part of a, uh, of a game. It's like a game in and of itself, which I kind of appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have abandoned my Animal Crossing village and uh, all of my little animals that live in there are destitute, waiting for me to come back and revitalize the community. But they do not know that I am never coming back. <laughs> It's like, where's that mayor that everybody's talking about? I've never seen this guy. It's like cockroaches everywhere, weeds growing around. Nobody's taking care of their homes. Dead bodies piling up on the streets. It's a (laughs) random homeless encampment. A DLC for that didn't even come out, but they're still there. It's so weird. I I saw a video that was actually like that, returning Animal Crossing like 10 years later. And (laughs) the town itself had like gone to war because the mayor hadn't been able to do stuff. And all that, it's a quite entertaining, sad video. Very sad. I also uh, have been playing since I got a PS5 somewhat a couple months ago. Congratulations. Yes, it is so flex, and I'm flexing it hardcore. Um, I (laughs) have been playing uh, Spider-Man Remastered. Mm. That was originally on the PS4, but now it's on the PS5. Uh, and I also played Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I really have to say I've been really enjoying it. It's been very fun. Uh, it's definitely a different feel and the, the 60 FPS, um, makes such a huge difference. It makes such a huge difference and it's beautiful. And I love the game so, so much. And, uh, I also got back into destiny, destiny Two, actually trash game, trash game. Yeah. We would have Katie on here to tell you that, uh, destiny is the greatest thing, uh, ever, but, uh, she's uh, at home. Sounds like a lot of copium to me. (laughs) <laughs> She's probably playing Destiny, actually. <laughs> so, uh, let's go for someone new. Let's get a, a new voice in here. Hayden, what have you been playing? I've been uh, bouncing around between three of them. I got um, this new Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach game because, you know, it took, I finally released it after years of talking about it, mm-hmm. which is it's a travesty of a game. I can't believe I bought it upon the first day. I, I regret it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I got, uh, it's a survival game called the long dark, which I've really been enjoying. That's an amazing and, game. Uh, I, I was blown away by it. Honestly, I'm, uh, I'm maybe about three or four hours into the game right now. And I've thoroughly been enjoying, it. I've enjoying the survival aspect of it. It reminds me of uh, the game green hell with how yep. hard it actually is to play through it. Yep. And the other one I've been playing through the walking dead by telltale. Okay. For like 50th time. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's a fantastic game. We miss Telltale, and maybe they'll uh, come back with something soon. Because uh, I know that the developers are starting their own company. Uh, so uh, they're coming out with uh, an Expanse uh, story-type game uh, in the same vein of The Walking Dead and whatnot. Uh, and The Expanse is a uh, sci-fi uh, book that I really, really like, and a TV show on uh, Amazon that everyone should check out, especially if they like sci-fi so hayden that is fantastic uh is are these the types of games that you usually play since you're new here i really haven't like uh broken you down and made you conform into the podcast uh box that we have here my truly what i play varies on mood like i have my like list my games of stuff like um truly i guess rpg be more stuff like the like final fantasies and stuff like that but truly well, there I'll go to like hop over from like Final Fantasy 13 on the Xbox to um, 
uh, Ridge Racer on PlayStation to sometimes um, Final, like uh, not Final Fantasy 15. I do play that. It just kind of varies on the day, honestly. All right. It's just I, I play I pretty. I try and play everything that way. If somebody says I don't like it, I have a reason not to like it. Uh, there you go. Uh, so the two questions that I always ask newcomers are. One, what game are you playing? And you already answered that. And two, what game got you into gaming way back in the halcyon days of your youth? What was it? Okay, this is going to, uh, uh, truly the first one I played through, I played through, I saw my dad play through when I was about four years old. It's Final Fantasy VII. Mm. And me being a little child, that imprinted on me to the point that I have a buster sword hanging on my wall. Because I love seeing his buster swords. Yeah, yeah. But I I started seeing it and watching that, and I started, he said my dad was explaining to a little four-year-old me who could not understand that two plus two could equal four about all these aspects of the game of um, why we're taking on a man whose sword is 20 foot long with long white hair, why these jo- these chickens are all that. And whenever I hear, as I grew older, I started to enjoy seven more, but seven, whenever I was younger, kind of was the first one I saw that got me into it because it was first one i saw and i like seeing the giant sword go swinging throwing meteors making tornadoes stuff like that and the guy with the gun arm and another guy who turned into monsters so four-year-old me was absolutely in love with that sci-fi aspect of uh the game very nice and i assume that you played the remake that came out not too long ago yeah probably a little bit too much i just I was I was down in Louisiana about a month ago and told my brother-in-law about it. He recently got it on PS5, and we were doing comparisons. And whenever I came back and I texted him, I got about 400 hours into the game for some ungodly reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, there you go. I mean, it, uh, it, it to me, uh, the remake was uh, uh, a little too anime. I couldn't really get past the uh, anime of the whole thing. And I know it's a JRPG. Yes. Yes. Um, And I know a lot of people on this podcast are probably going to yell at me uh, for saying such blasphemy about anime. But um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do the Jesse. Jesse was uh, just absolutely uh, I I could not handle her all the time. Uh, And Cloud, the guy who voiced Cloud, uh, I don't think has (laughs) blame the director for that one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you owe me. You owe me a pizza. I'll agree to that part. I'll agree. I'll agree. (laughs) But uh, the gameplay was outstanding. The visuals were amazing. Uh, I did find out what happened at the end of the game, and I'm a little bit torn on it, and maybe we can have a 1v1 uh, uh, about the storyline of Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, in the future. And uh, that uh, actually gives me a bingo on my MPC podcast card because I've mentioned doing a 1v1 episode and then never actually doing an, a 1v1 episode. So I almost have bingo, everybody. You guys are slacking. I don't even have a card. Sorry. Yusuf, you just volunteered to tell me what you have been playing. Oh, so tell me what you've been playing. Uh, I have been addicted to uh, Team Fight Tactics, uh, Game Boy, Riot Games, uh, subsidiary of League, uh, without all the toxicity. And uh, it's been super fun. I actually just played my first ranked game, uh, won it. And uh, feeling pretty good. Well, the toxicity uh, will come. The toxicity will come. It always does. Yeah. Well, at least there's no open chat factors uh, 
or as widely used chat factors because the games go by pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, if you do play well, if you get a good uh, team composition going, uh, you can be playing the game for nearly about 30 minutes. Each round can be anywhere between 15 seconds to about 45 seconds to about maybe like a minute at most. Jesus. Um, but uh, honestly, it's it's been pretty fun. Uh, it's a brand it's a brand new game to me. I've never played any of these types of in the past. Uh, straight out of tutorial, didn't know how to play. Was trying to learn, and everybody was all like, "Yo, he's inting, he's feeding. Get this kid out of here. We don't want to hear anything from him." And uh, haven't played the game since until uh, started watching one of my favorite streamers play TFT, and it's uh, been a world of fun so far. Okay, okay. Well, it sounds like you enjoy it, and that's what matters. Uh, even though to me, 100%. to me, it sounds like, uh, oh, the worst time I would ever have. But I'm glad you enjoy it. Yusuf. That's <laughs> that's what actually matters. Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you. Jeremy. Thank you, <laughs> Jeremy, you knew it was coming. How long has it been, Jeremy? How long has it been since I've asked you this question? In seven days. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna. You're not gonna do it. 184. Gonna... Thank you. 184. <laughs> like I just imagine, like one of those chalk walls. He just goes and scratches his tally marks every day. You just Built described a jail my bedroom. Cell in his room, room just. <laughs> there's a picture of there's a picture of Paul on my wall with a bubble. It says, "Jeremy, how? When was the last time you played anything?" And it's just marks on the wall. <laughs> There's multiple responses. This is all like, which one do I pick? Which one do I come to when I get to on the podcast? It's been 184 days. Also, imagine a cork board with a red string. Like, it's a, maybe this is the reason why. Maybe this is the reason why. It's, all, it's sunny in Philadelphia all over again. So, Jeremy, Philadelphia. Jeremy, you've been waiting 184 days for me to ask this question. What game have you been playing? So but actually, we're actually going to go to break have been first. Playing <laughs> the best game of all time. Everything you guys have mentioned, this game beats it. I have been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Fuck yes. Yeah. No, this yeah. game fucked that game. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> that, no, that's, I'm just my, that's my news no. thing. <laughs> That's my new. I have news about Red Dead Redemption. There's never news. There's hey, never news. That, all that's really that, um, that's kind of the news, hey guys, actually. In case you didn't know, uh, did you guys know that there was a there was a Game Awards, right? And uh, it was a couple years ago, and uh, there was two games that were contending: God of War and Red Dead Redemption Two. Can you guess which one won? God of War. Village. Does he know why? Because God of War is a better game than Red Dead How Redemption by a landslide. Sure okay. is. Right. Well, well <laughs> no one that's where we stop the podcast too. forever. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeremy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeremy, what uh, what was the game that you've been playing? If it wasn't the greatness no, so that I, is Red Dead. <laughs> so I've been playing Pokemon Pearl on my Switch, getting ready for a new Pokemon game that's coming out soon. Um, I've been playing Skater XL since they've been coming out with new maps. And um, just to keep it short, because I've been playing a lot of video games. I've, I I had COVID and I was out of work for 10 days. Oh, shit. So I've been just playing. I've been playing a nonstop amount of games. I've been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Online because, you know, they get brand new updates and they actually work and they're great updates and they're fun. Um, you know, Rockstar spends a lot of time and development with, you know, Grand Theft Auto Online and the DLCs are just fantastic. It's like Red Dead Redemption, only good. Oh! <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. 
my whole body hurts. Oh, my whole body. If I wanted to be a wannabe cowboy, I'd just walk outside of my, my house and just go into town. And I'll just see plenty of examples. I have a cowboy outfit for my Grand Theft Auto character. Ah! He has a cowboy Ooh. hat. That's all you need. And plus, you could just get a car, and that's a better version of a horse. How exactly. dare you? Because it has horsepower. <laughs> Our cars fly. Can your <laughs> horse fly, Paul? If I run fast enough. So, it could fly once. And if he hits something. <laughs> we, we are Dead. going to take a break. And when we come back, we have some news for you. I know we missed a lot of news. And we're not going to cover everything that we missed. But we're going to cover a little bit. And it's going to be great. It's like, it's like the old times are back again. It's like we've returned. And it's like it's like a returnal. It has returned. Paul's upset. He's going to make a I'm whole a little bit upset. I'm a little bit upset. He's but molding. We, we will come back Absolutely after the break. Uh, enjoy the uh, not new skits. Bye. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Why don't we play a game? Sure. How about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? No, I always get called a squeaker. Fortnite? Nah, Fortnite's Boring. Have a great theft out of Mom says I can't play that game. I got just the thing. Whoa! Need for Speed, the Yeet. Where this time you can yeet your car across the whole world from just one drift. You can yeet through buildings. Bang into other cars. You can even go underwater. And coming this summer, you can get the DLC to go into outer space. Say again, please. Houston, we have a... The story is the best ever in Need for Speed history. Johnny, we have to go 100 miles in about 2.5 seconds to jump over that oddly placed train. How are we going to do it? And this time, as a GameStop exclusive, you get the legendary Master Yeet with two Yeet spray paints and get Yeet Nitrous in the beginning of the game. Need for Speed, the Yeet. Whoa! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. Leonard, it's been 184 days since we have been able to hear your sonorous voice say those infamous words. So please, serenade us once more. Nintendo news! Music to my ears. Leonard, what has been going on in Nintendo? Because we haven't been doing this podcast, I have literally turned off all notifications for Nintendo because I don't care. So please, what has been going on in Nintendo world? Well, definitely um, quite a bit has been happening, at least on the Pokemon scene. Uh, they've definitely been, they definitely just released uh, Pokemon Shining Pearl. I think it is. Is it Shining Pearl? Well, Diamond and Pearl is a remaster, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people have been really enjoying it. Personally, I was thinking about buying it, but then I remembered that I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Pokemon, so I'm like, eh, I'll pass. Um, I, get, I, also I understand news, that feeling. Uh, it's, uh, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. They'll always have my money. Can't and, any uh, game, I'm buying it. 
the good news is that in the next couple of weeks, I believe Yusuf said it was on the 28th of January, mm-hmm. we'll be getting yes, a brand new Pokemon game that is quote-unquote open world, and that game is called Pokemon Legends Arceus. My worry Please is bro. I haven't seen any gameplay. It's not true open world, sadly. Yeah, it is yeah. not true open world. I know that, and I know it's like open area, and I haven't yeah. seen gameplay, and it worries me. Like, there's cool concepts in it because it goes back in time to, like, before technology and shit. So, like, Pokeballs are wooden and shit, and and there's, there's like, really cool ideas, um, and the Pokemon look cute and fun. What is it? It's, uh, if you guys have ever played, uh, Sword and Shield. It's similar to the wild areas in Sword and Shield. Open. It's a limited, open-ish world. Similar to like Final Fantasy Thirteen, kind of. That's what I'm gonna. Uh, you guys are gonna hate me. Uh, never played any of the Final Fantasy series, though I know most of the lore. That is that is a strange combination of things. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like. I can quote so many quotes from anime I've never seen just because I scrolled through Twitter. Pokemon games uh, coming out and uh, already out. Uh, Is that it for uh, Nintendo news? I'm sure there's more. Yeah, actually, there was a little bit more. Uh, So Nintendo offered a new membership upgrade. Mm. Uh, I forget the name of it, but we're just going to call it uh, just Nintendo Switch Online Upgrade. And basically what it is, is instead of it being like about $20 um, a year mm-hmm. for one person, it's now 50 or $60 for a year. And yes. with that, if you have Animal Crossing, it gives you new DLC, um, which I will be diving into a little bit later. But also it does give you uh, some of the great games from SNES and also Nintendo 64. They actually just recently put in about a month maybe two months ago they put in legend of zelda ocarina of time which is a good concept but the only thing is apparently from what i've been hearing i haven't played it myself because i honestly just didn't really feel the need to and i know that's shocking for me because i'm a big legend of zelda fanboy but they uh they've been saying that the controls are a little wonky it's not really the best with the nintendo switch and now of course they did also add to this membership that you can personally get a nintendo 64 controller that's made for the nintendo switch and also you can get a believe an snes one as well (laughs) so leonard um To me, what that sounds like is Nintendo saying, hey, we created a problem. Here is a solution that you can buy to that problem that we created. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. 100%. As Katie would say in the long run of it, Nintendo's a company and money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 But the service itself is not too bad. I mean, if they definitely add some more uh, Nintendo 64 games that were really popular, I would definitely be really down to try it. And uh, let's get back into the Animal Crossing part. Sure. Now, the new Animal Crossing update, you're able to go and basically design personal uh vacational homes for people mm-hmm. which is really cool i personally love it it's actually a really good update it keeps the longevity of the game going 
Uh, the only thing I don't really like is I actually ran into one of my uh, old island neighbors Ooh, on there. And I was like, oh, she'll probably remember me. She did not remember me. Wow. And I was hurt. Wow. I was like, I don't even want to do your house. But I did. <clears throat> also, um, there with this new island that has the vacation homes and with other islands as well, uh, you get to design a restaurant, a cafe, a school, and uh, I think there's going to be more added on to it. I haven't gotten too far into it, but also there's a new currency system. So that means you cannot use this to get paid to do transfer into bells and then pay off your home loan. Nope. You got to use it for whatever they give you. That's, uh, that's a weird way to do it, but yes, I understand it because I have, like seven million bells that I don't know what to do with. So that's crazy. You should send it to me. <laughs> send all of it to me. I had this a really good. A, this is not a request. It's a demand, and I'm holding you at gunpoint. <laughs> I had a really good stock exchange uh, one week, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got I got like four million in in one week. It was great. Uh, yeah, I know. It was, well, give me it your good. bells because I need them. Anyways, um, but besides that, uh, now we're gonna get on to a little bit of the rumor side. Ooh, we love rumors <gasps> here on the NPC podcast. Ooh, keep in yes. mind, listener, the these are best and worse. Keep in mind, listener, these are merely rumors. They are not true. Do not go on Twitter saying that we said something when we explicitly said it was a rumor. This is one of the reasons why we usually don't do rumors. But today, for Nintendo, we're going to do rumors. So sit back, right. relax, and don't play with yourself. Tell me what to do. All right. So... The rumor is um, there's specifically one rumor that I heard about, and I actually believe it to be very true. And the reason why is because it's a Legend of Zelda game. That's the reason why I was latched onto it. And I was like, okay, I have to take it with a grain of salt. But this one actually, I believe, is very true. Um, Well, two of them. One is uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, the remasters that were on the Wii U, may get a port for the Switch. Oh, yeah. And supposedly to release later this year or uh, probably mid-summer. Personally, I think that's really cool. I think that they would definitely do that because, I mean, all they have to do is just take the same assets that they had in Wii U, uh, copy-paste, and instead put Joy-Con buttons. And then right. there you go. Well, I, I, I'm surprised that Skyward Sword got the treatment before Wind Waker did. Uh, well, definitely the reason why is because Breath of the Wild is pretty attached to Skyward Sword. And especially with the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer that came out about a couple months ago. Uh, it's definitely directly tied to the story as well. Because in one of the quotes in the cutscene, it says, Lizelda is like, oh, do you hear the voice from the sword? And then Zelda says, oh, I don't hear the voice from the sword anymore when you beat the game. And which, that is a direct link to Skyward Sword. Uh, no pun intended when I said direct link. But it is basically it. Uh-huh. tied to the Skyward Sword series, which or game, which... Um, of course, with Breath of the Wild 2, we're going to see more under Hyrule and also above Hyrule. 
which personally I think that is a huge plus. But um, the other rumor that we have is actually from Ubisoft. Mm. And this one is Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection. Oh. Will apparently head to Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that, that next was month. Ac- yeah, that was actually confirmed today. Ah, well, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, let's go. I'm very excited for it. This is probably gonna be another cash grab that I'm gonna be bought into because I love Ezio. <laughs> Ezio was my main guy. Ezio was the guy that uh we all grew up loved and this is when assassin's creed was actually good he wasn't my guy i liked i liked the games don't get me wrong uh but uh i i was more of an alu uh guy myself uh assassin's creed one um and Assassin's Creed 3 that everyone hates, and I don't understand I, it. That's I, cool. I really like Assassin's, Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. This Assassin's, is really good. Assassin's Creed 3 was really, really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I used to know his name. I don't know his Radu name anymore. Kageton. What was that? Radu Kageton. Yes. What'd you call me? Radun Agaetun. There so it is. His Radun name Agaetun. was Radun Agaetun, which is the uh, actual translation from his tribe, or the way you say it from his tribe. Yeah. But his American name or it's Americanized Connor. name is Connor. Boo. <laughs> Come on. Radun Agaetun. Come on. It's way Radu cool. Agaetun all the way. For sure. Bundarakaka. <laughs> but yeah, I do know that uh, uh, the Assassin's Creed 3 didn't really work out uh, very well for like the ports that they made so far. So maybe they'll do better for brotherhood and two and revelation. Rev- what was it? Yeah. So revelation? Was, uh, two brotherhood and revelations, revelations, I believe. So that was all three of the Ezio games. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that on switch. You could replay it again, get all those fucking bird feathers all over again. Was that it for Nintendo news, Leonard? Yep. That was all it for Nintendo news. You guys are all caught up. And, uh, just remember that breath of the wild two still doesn't have a release date and I'm crying on the inside more and more each day. (laughs) Neither does Metroid prime four. So, uh, I'm going to do the next news thing. Because I think it's important and people should know about it because they can join in the fun and we can actually get uh, people to, to do, you know, something about it. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's save Red Dead online. Hashtag save Red Dead online. It is a thing. Let going it die. Around. No, it is a thing oh, going around the Internet right now, uh, <laughs> mainly because Dead Online, even though it is their second biggest video game uh, that they currently have and uh you know they're just letting it die on the vine for absolutely no reason a lot of people thought it was a covid thing that you know they'd uh, have a hard time new uh fun experiences uh because of covid but uh considering that they just dropped a massive uh dookie on the chest of gta fans um i don't think that that was necessarily the case And, uh, yeah, Red Dead Online hasn't gotten a major update since July of last year. Um, and even that wasn't really a full update. It was basically like a half update. Uh, it was, uh, an expansion to their bounty hunter role. Um, and then we had like extra missions come out in, I think it was, uh, September, but other than those two very small things, Red Dead Online has been forgotten. And a lot of people are starting to get pissed off. But the good thing about all this getting pissed off thing is that a hashtag is actually doing something. 
uh, Kotaku, IGN, uh, Polygon, Forbes have all reported on this story of hashtag save Red Dead Online. Uh, I'm not sure if it's actually going to work or do anything. Uh, it's not going to have any effect this month because the update for January for Red Dead has already happened. Uh, but I have high hopes that maybe Rockstar will come out and actually say something instead of sitting in their ivory towers looking down at us gamers pushing out okay quality content and expecting us to buy it and then we buy it because let's be honest gta online might be fun but it's not it very is. good i mean come on yeah it's not very good it's only good if you're playing with friends which can be said about any other video game that has on online component so I don't know why. I don't know. I would disagree. I, I think there's plenty of content. I think there's plenty of content on GTA uh, versus Red Dead Redemption because I played it by myself. Oh, no, I've also played it with Leonard and my girlfriend. And uh, that's that's a hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true. There is more content to Re- uh, to Grand Theft Auto than there is to Red Dead Redemption. My my point is that Red Dead Redemption is good alone. Or with friends. But why? I want to know why, it's, Paul. It's relaxing. How? Because there isn't a thousand people trying to shoot you from across the fucking map with jet fighters. You just enjoy yeah, they just the game. Yeah, you on a train track. Yeah, there's like nobody at all. <laughs> no, there, there are. It's like playing GTA on a private server. It's like, cool, yeah, you do the you same thing. You can literally just do that. You can literally actually go in. It's very simple. But it's not relaxing. So. And then... You could go ahead and just drive around and have a nice, relaxing drive. No, 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 no. Most of the gamers do. It's not relaxing. The world is so small in comparison to Red Dead Redemption. It's so no. It just seems that way. It just seems that way because you're driving at a thousand miles an hour, flying across. No, I enjoy a nice calm experience of running around with my horse and hunting animals and going after bad guys and maybe hog tying somebody and throwing them off a bridge. But I just, I like the singular. I like the singular. That's a little weird. No, well, no, actually (laughs) I, I, I will say it's not. I have beat up plenty of NPCs, not on this podcast, uh, yet. Um, (laughs) On GTA, just for poops and giggles, you know, you steal a car, they get mad, you stand up, you just pop a cap in the ass, and you just walk away, and take that, the car, that's go for a nice thing. little smooth ride, turn on the radio, customize it, zero beats. Yep, that, customize that, it, sell another, it. That's another thing. See, that's another thing. You guys pick these cars up, throw them away like they're tissue paper with cum stains, and like <laughs> the horse. That is Wait, my. Yes, that is my horse. That I love that horse with my whole being. I have five of them, and they're wonderful. Each and every one of them. I would oh, never, I ever get, get rid of it. Your first horse was the Little Pony, wasn't it? It what? Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and thems, we have figured out what the problem is. Paul really misses My Little Pony. I miss My we Little Pony. We got the jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to the story at hand, I really do hope that uh, Rockstar can listen to the fans because if it happened to Red Dead, what makes you think it won't happen to GTA? Huh? That is very true. There's so much more that you can do in GTA. There's so much more. I guarantee if they had a pet DLC, Red Dead would go bankrupt. 
hundred percent. That game would not be remade. If but you could get a dog, cat, fish, and have it inter- in, uh, interactive or get bonus RP for it, hundred percent. Nah, they, they it's done. It, Add Nintendogs to freaking GTA. <laughs> Where it's solid. They technically already did for story mode. Well, well they I'm did. not talking about story mode. I'm talking about multi. Well, yeah, that's true. But I because mean, it, it's story mode, it, you play a campaign. There's almost there's only so much you can get out of it. You play it on the hardest level. You play it with the least amount of weapons possible. You give yourself every. It's like nuzlocking freaking GTA. But at the end of the day, campaign can only go so far. That's why, like a so, lot of games nowadays, or campaigns are. It's either the game is so is solely based around the campaign versus them having a minor campaign because they know that most of their money is going to come from the multiplayer aspect of the game. There's not really that much of a good balance anymore, and the re- and when there is a good balance, it becomes game of the year. No, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. What I'm, what I was, what I was trying to get at though, was that if they can shut down red dead development, they could do that to GTA as well. Yeah. So what what happens, what what happens to red dead is, is future is, it is foretelling. It is the crystal ball for GTA. You do have a point. I, I agree. But at the same time, GTA has been around I assume longer than Red Dead Redemption. Three consoles. And yeah, three yeah, consoles. It's, it's, yeah, that needs to be said that they've released the same Grand Theft Auto for three consoles. Yeah. Like the Series S and Series X and PS5. It's about to come out like in March. Yeah. So that, that should be said. I, Paul, <laughs> I have to back you up on this. Okay. I appreciate I, I'm coming that. To, I'm, I'm coming to save you. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to help relieve the, like, I just don't want you to have a heart attack from this. I appreciate this. Red Dead. I I can't believe you missed this. Red Dead just had a huge freaking update that I I think you're for, you're missing out on. Uh, yeah. They had snow online. That's huge. That's breathtaking. No. They had snow. <laughs> they had. Are you kidding me? Let this game die. Are you oh, wow. You know, me? you know what's crazy? You know what's actually crazy? There's um this game. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's, it's a like little Minecraft. game called GTA 5 um, that actually had an update uh, with snow. Uh, they also had a update which actually gave one of the favorable characters, which is known as uh, Franklin Clinton, I think is the name. And. Uh, they actually got him, and again, you you don't have to really know about the story or anything. I mean, I'm probably just the only one playing this, but um, they actually had a new update uh, within the past year of Talk two updates where they had a ago. car upgrade thing where you can actually customize your own vehicles, make them the way you want them, and then race them, and then also do some heists as well with it so you're not actually spending as much as you would for like an agency or something. And then you can actually build out your money so you can get another update, which the other update is actually of the favorite character, Franklin Clinton, where he owns his own thing and gives you more lore within the story. And uh, also- Where is Dr. Dre in All right. Redemption? All right. Where is, where, where is exactly. he? Exactly, exactly. Uh, do uh, not. Uh, I'm gonna have to stop you there. Do uh, not ask. There's a good reason why Dr. Dre isn't in Red Dead Redemption, and I agree completely. That <laughs> would be very bad. How does that make you feel, Jeremy? Do you feel a little bit, uh, a little bit uncomfortable? No, not at all. Do I'm just bit, name one too. famous cowboy that's been in Red Dead Redemption? Okay, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> 
Do not ask what equivalent of Dr. Dre that they can just throw in the Red Dead. No. No, you can't do no. that. You do, can't do Jeremy, that. Let me, let me ask you something. Do you know anything about American history? Do you know anything what about is history? American history, Jeremy? See, there was this thing uh, that happened. Uh, it's a very unfortunate thing called slavery. Um, and if by chance Dr. Dre got into that time, now granted, yes, there were some black cowboys, also known as Buffalo Soldiers, but um, if Shout you out went to back into that Peace. time and you uh, put a random black man, a buff black man, in that game, most likely he's going to be uh, lynched. 100%. I mean, what was well, the game that on the I, podcast? All I'm saying is do not ask for who the bell tolls for, for it tolls for you, GTA fans. That's all I'm saying. All right. And 100%. I agree with you completely. Honestly, I do as well. We as G- as fans of GTA, we should be sticking up for Red Dead Redemption. You yeah. know, like if they're not giving enough content or they're not giving things that we want and need or should have, we should be able to demand that from Rockstar. Rockstar should be able to listen to us. Exactly. Well, they have the money for it too. They have. Yeah. They they have money. And look what they just did with all that money. They came out with GTA Trilogy. How did that go? They yeah, came out with the trilogy. Yeah, they played out. They played. Uh, they had GTA Vice City, uh, San Andreas, and I forget the other one. Liberty? No, not Liberty City. Third, three. Um, yeah, GTA Three, all in a uh, remastered pack, which uh, had just upgrade graphics, uh, some Easter eggs that they put in from the original games, and that's really it. No, I want a remaster that's not, of that's, freaking. That's not it at all, Leonard. You don't know? No, I don't know because I didn't play it. That game was yeah. broken. It's still broken. <laughs> are we it, talking it like literally got are we talking about 2077 broken or are we talking about like worse they it's couldn't broken. Care it's really broken it's bro- they had to pull it from steam uh xbox live and from playstation store on the same day be, uh, and uh switch on the same day that they released it because of how broken it was it literally did not work then when they put it back up gta 3 cannot be played when it rains in game it will give you a seizure. It will give you a seizure when, uh, it, I mean, you know, if you're inclined for such things, um, there are memes. Look up G, uh, uh, GTA remaster San Andreas memes. There are thousands of them and they're hilarious. Like giant, long, spindly arms for your character when he's riding a bicycle. It is atrocious apologized oh they apologized and said saw so, like basically sorry and we're not going to do anything about it this is rockstar guys like they don't give a shit about your money they will take I, your money and say thank you and that's it i think that most of these big companies like classic game companies right like when you make something that works i get it you want to evolve off of it but also keep some of that familiar taste to it but there has to be we, we have to put a cap on this, right? Like San Andreas came out when like 2000 something San Andreas GTA came out in the 2004 four. It's been. Yeah, no, it, it has. It has been a long time. Um, yeah. 
my, my brain lag. Sorry, the dyslexia <laughs> kicked fine. in very that's quickly fine. with that one. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was a touchstone in open world gaming. GTA 3 started the, uh, uh, the craze of open world gaming. They redefined what open world meant. And then they perfected that same formula in San Andreas. Um, but to do a disservice... Uh, of re-releasing it in such a state and then not giving a shit about that, that's that's a big problem. Companies and- need to stop re-releasing these games. In, in, of course, this is probably a hot take. I think that re-release games, the majority of the time, are trash because they can't find the balance, and it very rarely, well, they can't find the balance between something familiar and something new. If they updated the graphics of GTA San Andreas from the old style of graphics to modern day, there would be no no difference. There would be like no tell. Like you couldn't, you couldn't distinct the two. It would just be like, oh, it's another DLC for GTA. Versus like what they're trying to do is just trying to re-platform it to the newer age consoles these really low ass res games to something that's brand new. Nah, screw that. Instead of trying to remake, spend time remaking an old game. Why don't you spend more time trying to reinvent your new game? Continue to move on. Uh, the guy, Tommy Hilfiger, he always said, I, I watched one of his interviews and it was really inspirational. He said that every single thing that I make, I always ask myself how I can improve it. He even asked the person interviewing him. It's like, if you want to become a designer, tell me one thing right now that my sweater can be improved upon. What can I change differently about this to make it like pop off? Right. And even the interviewer was like, "Mm, I don't know. It's like having that vision of that. This is good. But how can I continue to make it better would serve big companies like Rockstar instead of beating a dead horse? No pun intended uh, into the ground. They should just continue to make a make more advancements in their current game. How do I continue to keep my clientele with us while also improving on this game? Like I said, being a dead horse. I'm I'm sure you'll be happy to learn. And from here, we'll move on to sports. But Yusuf, I'm sure you'll be happy to learn that they are remaking Red Dead Redemption 1. I'll let the game die. And all seriousness, honestly, Red Dead, when I played it with with Leonard and my girlfriend and other players, it was fun playing with other friends. And... I personally, as one of the other black people on this podcast right now, could not relate to it at all. (laughs) I didn't find the game as engaging, you know, getting a horse, cool, riding around in an open desert. I'm Egyptian. I know everything about a desert. This it's I think that, uh, yeah, they they should continue to improve on where they did. Don't release a final product before it's done. Like, honestly, I don't understand why people, why game companies do this. Right. Stop. Stop doing money. That. Yeah, it's, stop it's doing money. that. You'll get your money. Yeah. Game companies, you'll Dan, get your money. If, just if do Dan, it right. If Dan All were right? here, it would be just money, 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 money. That's the only thing he'd be saying. But yeah. we got to move on because I know that it's been 184 days since <laughs> I've asked Jeremy about sports. Jeremy, what's going on in the world of the video game <coughs> sports? Sports. You gotta remember sports. It's better than Nintendo news. We all know that. Um phone line capping, you know it because you like to try to take my shtick. So haha jokes on you. Don't okay. shit on Mario Olympics. Sports. Um okay, so to keep it really fast, to make it pretty fast, um EA broke the internet. 
like a month ago. Um, they gave us a nice teaser trailer regarding Skate 4 or Skate. We don't know what it's going to be called. Do we have a release date? No, we do not have a release date. Do we have any information about the new Skate game coming out? No, we do not have any information about the new Skate game coming out. We do know that EA is teasing us. It's like, it's like a really bad strip tease, if that makes sense. Um, they actually, I think like a week ago, released like 60 free codes for Skate 2. That was completely free on their Twitter, um, which was actually kind of cool. It's basically just free codes that people could use the... You know, first come, first serve, get a free copy of Skate 2. Skate 2 is one of my favorite games in the franchise. It's really good. Even though everyone says Skate 3 is way better, Skate 2 is mine. Um, so yeah, EA Skate broke the internet. It was trending Skate 4. We want Skate on Twitter um, nonstop. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> in other news, Skate is going along with the skateboarding. Um, Skater XL still doesn't have a release date, um, but <laughs> it is coming out to Switch. Hey, so cool. S- Switch can finally have a decent skateboarding game, and that's not Tony Hawk. Right. Please don't hate me. Uh, um, a skateboarding simulation game. How about that? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Skater XL did just drop a brand new map. Um, that's surprisingly really fun. Um, multiplayer on Skater XL is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's super fun. Play with the friends. We still have no online multiplayer uh, challenges, so it's kind of just tricks and skating simulator, kind right, of. Right. Um, <laughs> kind of. Um, in the EA, going along with EA Sports, um, we found out not too long ago that when NCAA football comes back on PlayStation and Xbox, it's going to have actual players. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a big lawsuit not too long ago that the players won, so... Um, they're all going to have their names in the game and they're going to get compensated as well. Yep. Those lawsuits, yeah. those lawsuits, by the way, started in California. Shout out to California. California suing people. Who would have thought <laughs> we're good at it and we always get what we want. Howdy. I would, I, <laughs> oh, hi, Oklahoma. Hey. <laughs> Um, we don't last care. but not least, <laughs> last but not least, I have, it's not, I don't want to say it's like big, big news. Um, but we do have a new boxing game coming out and it's actually 2022's most anticipated game to come out. Like even boxing, with everything boxing? else being re- released. Like true um, boxing, not just fucking UFC that has boxing in so it. I actually, cause I knew you're going to ask questions about it. I actually have details about it. It's called Esports Boxing Club. Okay. One of the biggest parts about it is that this game has 100 licensed licensed boxers right. that are going to be in the game. It is the biggest boxing roster roster out of any boxing game that's ever come out. Um, there's going to be seven championship titles that you can win or lose um, with 50 attributes and traits that you can add on to your boxer. One of the biggest things is just the real life effects from it. You know, once you punch someone, they're going to get a cut under their eye. If you punch them correctly, it'll cause blood to slowly slide down. Um, very, 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 very realistic boxing fight game. night. Fight uh-huh. night round three was one of the greatest fighting games of all time, bar none. Like literally better than uh, the Mortal Kombat's that came out at the time, better than Soul Calibur that came out at the time. I would say better than Smash that came out at the time. I have been waiting. Oh, 
I have been waiting for a boxing game to come out for so long, and I really hope they don't fuck this one up like they did with Fight Night Champion. Yeah, the Champion stuff. No, it's. I was watching some alpha footage from it, and it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Really, really good. Like the boxing game we've needed. Good. Um, you deserve it. <laughs> Switch is also getting a new sports game. Uh, Fall Guys. I know you don't want to classify it as a sports game. It's a sports game. I mean, okay. It's coming yeah. to Switch. I'm excited. Um, and that's all I have. Well, that was an anticlimactic way to end the news section. But sports! We are going <laughs> to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to be yelling at each other about mobile games. I am of the opinion, of course, that mobile games are the devil. Sent to us from Mielzefel himself to ruin the lives of the humans that it touches bringing us ever closer to the dark times and the shadows that beneath us cap and everyone else thinks that they're great and fun. So I'm going to be trying to, or they're going to be trying to prove me wrong, but uh, we all know that uh, mobile games are for devil, devil worshipers. So, um, Yep. <clears throat> I, I love Jesus. I, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking all about that. Can't wait to see you there. Enjoy the old skit. Bye. Booker Catch. Hi, my name is Booker DeWitt. You might know me from Bioshock Infinite, but today I'm here to talk to you about Unectol. Booker, Booker Catch. Thanks, Elizabeth. I have a pretty active lifestyle. Take it. This one here keeps me pretty busy. Booker. So when my doctor Booker told catch. me about my Booker. severe rheumatoid arthritis due to repetitive Booker. catching of things thrown to me by my friend here. Here, you need this. I got concerned. Booker, catch. But then he told me about Unectol. <laughs> and now I can catch anything this Spitfire can throw at me. Catch. Unectol is a non-habit-forming anti-inflammatory prescription-strength pill for sufferers of rheumatoid arthritis. Some side effects include dizziness upon standing, an inexplicable need to find meaning in the meaningless, hallucinations of cities in the sky, or parallel universes, dissociative identity disorder, or split personality, dry mouth, and headaches. Some patients experience some or all of the following. Coughing, itchy skin, sudden unexplained tattoos, the ability to shoot fire from their hands. The ability to control mechanical objects for a time. Auditory hallucinations of horses and constipation. Booker catch! Unectol is not for everyone and should not be taken with any other medication or with alcohol. Catch it! If you experience any of these side effects, consult with your doctor immediately as these effects may become permanent. Ask your doctor about Unectol. Take it from me, Zachary Ka- I mean Booker DeWitt. Booker catch! How long do you bugs? make them? Do you, ba- do you bake till they're rare or bake till they're done? I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide's not a joke, Yusuf. I didn't say I wanted to kill myself. I just want to die. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that makes three. It's a good thing that I'm recording right. right now. Guys, I have to go to a strip club. So can we like, I'm ready. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Jeremy has to get to a strip club, so we got to hurry this up. <laughs> but we're talking about mobile games, which you can play at strip clubs, I hear. And uh, sure, they have their benefits, you know, playing video games wherever you are, whenever you want to do them. But of course, they have their downsides, and those are phone games and idle games and clicker games. They are the worst things to ever happen to human existence. Full stop. Yeah. 
And uh, what I mean by that, we'll probably get to at some point. But uh, there's a reason why we have so many guests on today, and that's because we have experts in the field of mobile games. One of those games is called Dokken Tournament. <gasps> Dokken? Dokkan. Dokken Battle. Dokken Battle. Dokken Battle. And it is one of the most popular, uh, if not the most popular, uh, mobile games out for sure. You might not have heard it because YouTubers don't really uh, push it like they do Raid Shadow Legends. Um, and uh, what is that new one? Uh, Genshin Impact. Uh, but a lot of people play this game. And a lot of it's been going on for fucking years. And I want, uh, I, I want Hayden to tell me all about it. So Hayden, what the fuck is it? In simplistic terms, if you... Terms, if you look at it as someone who has no clue what's going on, it looks like an anime bubble popper. Hey, nothing wrong with a good bubble popper or like bust a move, etc. It's much more than that. It's like, I mean, you look at Red Dead Redemption, it's just a cowboy game. If you look at it as someone outwardly where you play it, it's a lot you're, more you're good, a brand. Nope. You're a brand new guest, Hayden. You're a brand new guest and you're already jumping on the hate train for Red Dead. No, this, I'm not. I'm not. This I'm is not a good look. I'm defending your game. I'm defending your game. I'm saying if someone who hasn't played it looks like it's a cowboy game. As someone who has played it, there's much more to it than that. Ah. That's the way you look at Dokken Bat. Okay, okay. I promise. Hayden, you're my favorite guest so far. Thanks, Paul. So, <laughs> I respect Paul as someone I've never met. <laughs> but um, the, but Dokken itself, whenever you, if you like I said, you look at it as an outward perspective, it looks like a bubble popper with dra- with Dragon Ball characters, Goku, Vegeta, Krillin, all them, and teams you can build that are unique to each kind of player, unless you listen to people tell you this is how you want to build your thing. Like, imagine a it's just a deck of cards that you have to build to your own specific medium or way that you use in the game. Mm. And it's much more strategic than it actually looks because uh, Leonard, who can agree with me, can say you can hop in and have no clue what you're doing and you'll die. Even if you know what you're doing, you'll still die because it's not as just um here's a bubble, let me tap it. Here's another bubble, let me tap it and win. You actually have to have some strategy, some knowledge and preparation in order to play through this kind of game. Okay. Right, Leonard? Would you? Oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it, it takes a lot more out of it because it's also a strategy sort of game, but it's something that you can even just do, like, if you're, um, as some people would say, like, if you're just sitting on the toilet or if you're, like, you know, on a long ride to a long car ride somewhere, you know, you can just pick it up and play it. Uh, if you have enough units and so, you can go in and try to do one of the events uh, and try to do it strategically. And luckily they give you enough information where you can actually prepare yourself for it. Be like, okay, well, how about if I use these colors and this team and go from there? All right. Right. And it's, it's, it's actually quite fun. I've heard a lot of people look at it and call it dumb, but it's quite fun once you get into it. So yeah, anything really people like is going to be called dumb by some three celled community. Yeah. Like red. Dead. <sighs> so, um, I I want to know how long have you been playing this? Hey, technical terms. If we go all, like math decided, I've been playing for roughly three months less than seven years. Well, we'll say uh, four months because it's one shit. month one month away from the Japanese uh, seven year anniversary. Wow, that's I got. Wow, I got the. G- <laughs> I got the game, uh, the Japanese version, originally two months after release, and then I did the same on the global side about the day of release. 
Okay. Though I lost my uh, I lost my original ones because the phone I was on had a internal problem, so I lost my original game, and then I was off it for a month. That's where like the the four we'll say the four month thing. So technically, basically four months less than seven years as long as I've been playing uh, the game itself. Mm. And um, yeah, okay, that is quite a long time. Would you consider yourself an expert? Yes. <laughs> back yourself dude back yourself i back you <laughs> okay and like i run i have my own little discord where um it's more uh, where i am if, 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 if any of you discord people are listening you know i'm right i'm smarter than all of you and i help every <laughs> single <laughs> <laughs> sounds like discord this is true he really does do that <laughs> I have, I know basically, unless it's something absolutely brand new, like something came out of the game about two weeks ago, I don't know. I can unfortunately tell you the right situation for everything in the game, the right teams to use, the right characters, what to do, what not to do. And I would say I am kind of at least uh, knowledge of the game. I am uh, probably up there with a lot of them. I don't have everything to back up like in game gameplay wise, but knowledge wise, I'd say I could compete with some of the ones that literally do this game for a living. That's amazing. So um, seven years, you run your own discord. Uh, you, you, you love this game. You've been playing this game and it's, it's, it's dragon ball themed. Uh, I got to ask you because um, the worst thing. So I got to ask you some, some red flags that I usually ask people who play mobile games. Uh, okay. Is it a pay-to-win model? This one, I would not say is pay-to-win. Okay. There are, if you pay for it, it can definitely help, but you do not have to pay in order to succeed in the game because the game itself, as a newer player, let's say um, if, Paul, if you download the game right now, you'd have a good chance to be getting the brand new stuff because of the amount of new things you can, uh, amount of current in-game currency you are given, so you can go summon this brand new thing. Even if you don't like that, you can go spend, we'll say, a week uh, grinding to get a free-to-play team that can stack up with these newer units that are coming out. So it's really not pay-to-win. It's more of a um, pay-to-be-better, but not pay-to-win. Okay, okay. That sounds less horrible than it usually is. The game is free, correct? Y- y- yes, and could you? Because before, um, before I started spending my ungodly amounts of money on this game, I actually had almost all the stuff completed on the game itself before, like about my Japanese game about a year ago during the sixth anniversary of it, okay. and I had pretty much everything done without spending money because I'm not going to put money on both sides. So I would say yes. Okay. Uh, now, what am I missing here? Because mobile games are supposed to be the worst thing ever. Is there something about this game that forces you to come back to it, that makes you uh, uh, always check your phone to see if your energy levels have returned? Is there push notifications for a video game? This one does have push notifications. I have mine turned off just because I... Um, I keep up with this game way too much to need. I I, get, I know the no- news before the notifications come out. Okay. But what draws me back is it's a gotcha game, which I've heard good, which you hear good and bad about. But I always go back when there's something new that comes out that catches my attention. Like um, one thing I've talked about on there is those who hark on gotcha games 
because they don't like Naruto Blazing. We talked about that for a couple minutes earlier was one of those ones where you had to get the new unit. Otherwise, you had no reason to play. This game, however, is not like that, where um, I, I encourage people go spend, go summon whatever you want to summon, because no matter what you get, it's going to be good enough and you don't have to have the best thing you play for your enjoyment. And that's what I do. I don't go summon so I can have the absolute strongest thing in the game and go flash it. I have it. So I because I enjoy that thing. There are times I skip because I don't enjoy whatever came out. Let's take um, an example. Dragon Ball fans will know what I'm talking about. These people may not. So if you do, don't. I apologize. But a character named Bojack came out a couple months back who I was not super excited for. So I didn't put a lot of effort into getting it. Whereas other people who love this character put ungodly amounts of money and stones into trying to get this character. For all of Mobile's faults, it does sound like this game has its merits and uh, may survive my culling. But we're going to move on real fast. We'll, I'm sure, be back to you, Hayden, in short order. But we have Yusuf. I got to say something to you. And that is, yes, Paul. I know what you do in your free time. I Boy, know. What I turn the cameras do. off. How you know? Oh, you think you <laughs> you think you turn the cameras off, but you don't turn all of them off because I know you play Pokemon Go. That's I still disgusting. Do. You know what, Paul? I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. It well, that, is that was disgusting. Easy. All right. How fun it is to play Pokemon oh, Go. Okay. It's disgusting. I see what you did there. I see you, you know, did. I think that definitely a game that's solely based off of initially it was hype, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, you know, I played with Leonard uh, day one that it dropped. We were driving around with one of our friends. Uh, the game was basically unplayable. Yeah. Due no, to the mass amount of people playing. Yeah, yeah. I remember it for you. It was. Yes, I also had T-Mobile at the time. Uh, oh. I have switched to uh, AT&T, uh, and it's wow. working a lot better. That's a lateral move, if I've ever heard it. Uh, anyway, so uh, I also played, as every human person did uh, back when it came out, I played Pokemon Go, and I really liked the kind of hands-off nature that it had at the beginning the kind of like uh, set it and forget it kind of thing. You just take a walk, which I love doing. I do enjoy my uh, uh, perambulations. Um, And you you hatched eggs and you caught Pokemon and like the little tricks that everyone had to catch Pokemon because you had to to curve the the Pokeball. You can't just toss it. Things like that. That was fun. Has it changed? Uh, Yes, it it has. It has. Uh, Of course, uh, anybody that it's up to date with Pokemon Go, there is multiple different mechanics. You now have PvP. Uh, You can battle your friends. Uh, There are tournament brackets where you can fight one another uh, and you can actually either buff or nerf yourself by limiting the type of Pokemon that you can actually play. Similar to a Nuzlocke where uh, instead of only having one Pokemon you get per route in a certain bracket, you can only use a certain high enough power level for, for a Pokemon. Uh, there are also different events. Uh, they incorporated Team Rocket into the game. You can now battle against Team Rocket in order to get uh, certain items that are only you're only able to get from like, defeating Team Rocket. Like James and Jesse are in the game now? Uh, they did make a cameo uh, for certain quests, but 
there is more of just like you're fighting team rocket grunts, kind of like gen one days where you just run up, you're running over a bridge and then some random guy gives you a free golden nugget and says, Hey, uh, how about you join us? Oh wait, you're too young. So I'm going to fight you instead. Uh, Cause, cause I'm going to, I'm going to admit something to everybody here on the podcast and everybody listening. I was, uh, when, when the TV show was going on, I was a young boy. Um, but I did know that I was super into Jesse. Hundred percent. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You're not. You're not wrong. No, I know. Like it's. I. 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 I should have known then that that would cause me to not be great uh, at at picking uh, romantic partners in the future. <laughs> You like Sundares. That's okay. That's fine. He, he still loves you. Don't worry, Katie. He still loves you. Oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I know she's not listening, but even if she did, like Katie, Katie was my breakaway, right? Like <laughs> she, she, she's she's the the exception that I am now uh, uh, enjoying uh, quite a lot. So yeah, but well, uh, you know, there, there's definitely a difference between what we like in our TV shows and what we like in real true. life. That's I 100% agree. You know, hey man, look, Jesse. When she has her hair down, dude, all, chef's kiss. All my friends were into Misty, and I was like, I mean, she's cool. Absolutely not. Yeah, she's absolutely she's, she's not. cool, but like, whatever. No, she's I, so annoying. <laughs> I, I, I was into Jesse, annoying. and it was it was a problem. Um, hey, I'm a Brock kind of guy, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that guy never opened his eyes. Anyway, I used my hand <laughs> as a drawing pad. <laughs> So <laughs> I just I I can't I'm sorry I when you guys are talking about Pokemon it just made me think about when James literally said to Ash we got to put a woman's in the place <laughs> what serious yeah, yeah there there was, was a, a there was an episode where like they split up oh no yeah. there was a literal clip kid you not <laughs> where legitimately it was the English dub to be clear it was the yeah. English dub <laughs> he says. <laughs> We need to put these women back in the kitchen. Oh my god! It, 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 he said that we need to show them. We need to put them back in their place. Basically, That's we need so to put, put these women back in their place, which none of us stand for. Women no, are, of course are not. people, not objects. Holy shit! That's so bad. Um, yeah, so was that episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, okay, so as getting back to Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> as as someone who dropped off uh uh quite a long time ago because uh it was getting a little bit more complex than I had energy to put into it. Mm-hmm. Can you play the game without putting money into it? 100%. Still that's that's still true. 100% yes. Okay. Okay. That's that's nice to know. Um what uh uh ooh how about energy have they added an energy thing where you have to uh wait x amount of hours or days to come back to do xyz uh no no there is no energy there is no energy cost the only energy is your IRL energy of how much you want to walk impressive um yeah okay ads there it is Pokemon Go has to have like built-in ads like uh, where you're just about to catch a Pokemon and all of a sudden you get an ad for uh, hemorrhoid cream. Uh, if you didn't download it from the Google Play Store or Apple App Store, then probably. But if you download the official app, I've never seen an ad one time, not once. 
Okay. I, I will say until I think of something. Honestly, I think the game, uh, like I said earlier, it it's a game that's definitely based off of nostalgia for most people. Other people, it's just another hype app that everybody was using. You used it to exercise. I lost at least 10 to 15 pounds by just playing that game from exactly. the amount of time that I was walking. Same. Uh, and uh, similar to uh, one of my managers at my old company uh, told me that it was very similar to Elder Scrolls uh, when they had a app or, or a, a game that's basically exactly the same. Right. You walk around, you try to find a bunch of scrolls that are hidden. You know, you and your friends can hide scrolls around different areas. Uh, similar to Pokemon, you know, you could put your Pokemon in different gyms. You can travel to these different gyms. I had a gym that was literally like six miles from my house. And I always put my Pokemon there because it was in the middle of vineyards. So nobody's going to stop there. And I was like, oh, it's free money. Free real estate. Free real estate. Okay. Okay. You're still on thin ice, Pokemon Go. I'm not letting you go that easy. It's time for you, guest, for basically as long as you've been on the podcast. So I got to know, what the hell was it called again? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. um, So I've been playing quite a bit of gotcha games, but the main ones I will talk about are uh, three of them, actually. Dragon Ball Dokkan Battle, Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Legends, Mm. and... The other one is Pokemon Masters. Which one do you want to Dragon discuss? Dokkan. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't we just do that? Yes, we did. Okay. But I just want to give some clarity. I've been sure. playing this game basically almost since like about around the same time Hayden's actually been playing. Wow. Are you an expert? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm a very much a casual. <laughs> do, do you run a discord where you're the smartest person? <laughs> oh, hell no. I, if I if I even tried to do that and I added Hayden, Hayden would just demolish me. He'd be like, no, your place. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> cool. I'm not that bad, but I am. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So, what do you what do you want to add to this Dokken discussion? Um, so, Dokkan is a fairly like it's a game that started out as okay. Like it was a game that everyone who was because it was mainly when dragon ball super anime was going on and when that was going on everyone was so hyped because like oh this is a dragon ball game we can keep playing so we have our dragon ball fix while we're waiting for the new episode what they were doing to make a really good uh increase of uh, monetary increase was whenever they released a new episode and was a new part of the arc i will never forget was when they first released um when on the show Vegito Blue. Literally after that episode, kid you not, they released a banner with Vegito Blue and I think it was Goku Black Super Saiyan Rose. And that was it was it was a good way to do so. Now, of course, over the years, um since the Dragon Ball anime, Super Anime has, I guess you could say, concluded this arc or season. Um there hasn't been a whole lot and everyone's wondering oh when are we going to get dragon ball super back but a lot of people have actually been playing more of dragon ball dokkan because they've missed the the show itself so they get to play this and they get to uh, watch youtubers who are playing this and such because actually i got more into it because of youtubers Mm -hmm. that played it and uh i loved it ever since then i've been loving it and it's a really good game i definitely have i can definitely agree with hayden that i've definitely sunk a lot of money into that game but um then another game came out what game was that dragon ball legends Uh uh-huh dragon ball legends to basically put it is a gotcha game 
but it has a PVP element, like an actual live PVP element to it, where you and a player can fight. From the first time it came out, there was a lot of like, oh, what to do? How do you do this? What should you do? Like, I remember I was I had the game day one, was playing it, and I played so much of it that I was just like, okay, what next? What's what's next? What do I do now? And you had to wait for energy to get back up. One of the main problems of a mobile game. And ticking that box. It was there. It was definitely there. But um, later on, like throughout the months, and what I like about Legends is Legends community, actually the, the main person who does it, his name is Toshi. He's actually been in communication with his fans. They've been literally talking back and forth where fans and the people who are working on the game are making sure that they are listening to what the fans need, you know, like, for example, Dokkan is a very expensive game. Like if you see a sale, the sale could be like $7.99 and you get maybe 32 uh, Mm -hmm. dragon stones, which is not enough for one multi summon. Gotcha. For sure. That conversion means nothing to me, but I understand where you're coming from. Right. So that's not enough for one multi summon. So that means you can't, you you can't even really summon you'd have to go and do the free play element which or if you wanted to buy more you could but compared to legends legends has given a bunch of what they're called chrono crystals which is the currency and for 7.99 you can get more than a thousand because it costs a thousand chrono crystals a multi-summon and uh now of course with most of these gacha games, it was very difficult to get the specific unit you want. I'm pretty sure Hayden could tell you a story about how Dokkan had <sighs> shit rates in the very beginning. And uh, I can have the same, I can literally say the same thing. And this was now, Legends had a unit called Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. It's from the arc of the trunks future arc for they had what is called guaranteed which means that at the end of each uh summon you'll get one specific what they call rarity sparking unit i actually am willing to tell you guys how much i how many chrono crystals i used to get that unit it's probably a lot isn't it? 65 000 chimney christmas chrono crystals just to try and get it all right leonard this is where i begin to break away from the circle jerk that this has become because i will say 100 with guaranteed accuracy that to be honest no mm. i literally had friends that didn't even spend money they saved up their chrono crystals right Um, Because there's a lot of events that they put in, thanks to Toshi and the community, that we have been able to get Chrono Crystals fairly easily. And um, I can say hands down that there are people that spent maybe a thousand Chrono Crystals, which is just one multi-summon, and got it instantly. I don't want to knock. Like, I I don't want to change both of yours' opinion on these games but my my worry is that you're 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 spending money a lot of money it sounds like yeah no definitely it's it's definitely true and that's why um a lot of people which i mean i'm very thankful that they put a specific message saying hey if you're 13 or if you're younger than 13 you need parental guidance if you're 13 over you're good but that's why they have a free to play aspect to it all gotcha games actually have to have this or at least um certain ones 
for Dragon Ball, which has which is a very famous IP, definitely one that you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money and just end up getting nothing, right? That's why they implemented that whole uh, guaranteed sparking unit, which Dokkan didn't release until like literally what maybe Hayden three four years ago. Which ones? The guaranteed uh, for, the, for the guaranteed uh ssr that was a, that was yeah about three years ago whenever it comes to uh yeah about three years yeah now see looking at a, at a game like that you would think that something would have been implemented because people were complaining for so so long about how people who either spent money or people who grinded up all the dragon stones that they could get to actually summon for a specific character they want they're like come on like why am i not getting like any type of unit that i've been trying to summon for and so with dokkan it took a while for dragon ball legends they understood within their first year that that's what they should do it seems and predatory to me and and this is this is sort of this is sort of why i have such a big problem with mobile games is that they will get away with these gambling mechanics and let's be honest here this is gambling mechanic they will get away with it for as long as they can and then when somebody or the fan base comes to them and says this is not what we want they already have their money they're already good and they'll say you know what we're listening to you and we hear you loud and clear so that's why in the next update in six months after we get a little bit more money we will make it so that you get a guaranteed drop of xyz or we'll cut down the time uh that energy takes to recharge so you can come back and play quicker they'll throw you these bones that to fans might seem like a lot but to an outside observer still seems predatory. And this is why I think, you know, jokes aside, that mobile games are very, very bad. I want to spend 20, 50, 60, $80 on a game that I know is 100% more or less. Oh, my energy is running out. So I need to not play for a little while and then come back when it's done. Mm-hmm. This is where my my contention for uh, mobile games comes from. And it also seeps into games that frankly don't need that kind of mechanic. Like there's a lot of games, uh, and I'm sure that, um, the, the Dragon Ball legend, what, what legends? Yeah. Dragon yeah. Ball legends. I'm sure Dragon Ball legends sort of has like a, um, uh, uh, an in-game canon reason for why you can't uh, use up all your energy and maybe Goku needs to take a nap or something, but no, that's not necessarily <laughs> it. Um, To be honest, so Dragon Ball Legends, what a lot of people like about it is actually the story because it doesn't go off Goku. I mean, yes, it has Mm -hmm. Goku and the whole gang in there. And people, if you've watched the anime and movies, that you would be able to know, like, basically who these characters are. And if you don't, you'll kind of learn along the way. But so it actually starts off with this new main character and this new main character, his name is Shallot. Shallot is a Saiyan that is from centuries before Goku and Vegeta were even thoughts. It's strange that Goku was supposed to be the last Saiyan. Well, that's the thing. This whole the whole Dragon Ball Legends story is that you're led to believe that you are randomly put in this weird melded multi-universe world that is the planet earth and a bunch of warriors from across many dimensions and universes uh such as different forms of frieza or different 
points of uh, Frieza in his life, uh, different ports, points of Vegeta in his life, different points of Bardock. Um, there's only been, I think, maybe two or three of the Gokus. Uh, actually, no, four. Um, there's, it's like bringing up all those universes and bringing it together, and you're finding out that Shallot doesn't remember because something happened to him. Okay. He's the only one that lost his memory, and uh, his twin brother, Giblet, is the sort of what you'd say, quote-unquote, sole enemy when there's actually someone behind the curtains. Giblet? Behind this all. For real? Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty deep story. No, and, I, and it sounds like a deep story, but, that, but, but that's the thing. Story up in these mechanics that are... For lack of a better term, and I'm, I'm not saying that Dragon Ball uh, are the only ones who do this. There are plenty of games out there that do this exact same thing. I'm now seeing um, uh, fucking advertisements for uh, Farm Life 3 on your phone, and it does the exact same thing. It asks for energy uh, so that you can water your plants and stuff. And I, Stardew Valley is on your phone right now for five bucks it's an amazing game and there's no it's an amazing game amazingly written done by one dude and it doesn't ask for any extra money so i'm i'm wondering instead of bust a move well uh at least for me um the reason why is mainly because of the ip itself i love dragon ball part of the reason too i mean yes i will agree with you that there are points where they do kind of make it seem predatory and i would I would have even said that actually Dokkan has more of a predatory version than uh, Legends. Um, To give you just a little insight, there's a part where if you've summoned a unit that you want, right? Let's just say you wanted this one Goku uh, and you got maybe five of him can unlock his what is called hidden potential. And pretty much it makes the unit a better unit. Now, of course, for most gotcha games they have that same thing uh for legends it's a star unit um for pokemon pokemon masters i think it's the same thing stars uh and for dokkan it's just pretty much if you have enough you can do these things now of course when you're filling out those uh potential orbs is what they're used for the hidden potential um let's just say you run out right okay and you go to the events because you're like okay i can go to this event and it gives you more potential orbs you can only do it once a day main problem with it is if you don't want to if you're like oh man but i really want this potential because i want to use it for a unit and i want to do it now because like i have the time you can go to the store icon and then swipe over to the right or left well it used to be that way and you can buy hidden potential orbs twenty dollars each now again there are five different colors for units uh there's or uh different well, types so there's well, strength Le- yeah leonard um i i, I just want to make sure um like i i know you play dokkan and that's great but uh you know we we do have like a, a true dokkan expert here and i want to ask him hayden directly like, do you think, Hayden, that it is a predatory uh, model that they're that they're pushing? I know you you do have loyalty. I understand that the IP uh, might be something that speaks to you, which is all good things. I understand that you are actually literally enjoying this game and have been since since its inception. Do you think that Dokkan and by extension most uh, gotcha games 
can be predatory. Oh, without a doubt. Like whenever Leonard was talking about the uh, the hidden potentials and stuff like that, I was thinking back to whenever you asked on the uh, Legends thing, spending money, allowing you to get, get more copies of the thing benefit the gameplay. That's a... Um, goes into that thing he's talking about. It's called Pilaf Trove, where you can go spend $20 to get these collection of uh, just of orbs. And as someone who has seen it, that is a very stupid thing to do because you can't even... Let's take, if you got those five things with that, it would... Um, those $20 wouldn't be enough to actually max out that unit. As someone who has done it before... Just I have curious, it does not max out the thing. So I will say is a very predatory game in certain aspects of it. Okay. Thing when he was talking about the hidden potentials is um there are in game wise there are different ways to get the orb. So it, though you can have your one a day, let's say if you get ten thousand from that one a day, you can go find an event which you get, as it does get harder as you go along it, but you can end up getting ten thousand twenty. Whereas that one is basically, I go one tap and I snap my fingers, it's done. This one, you have to work for the harder stuff. Okay. So, and that's how a lot of this thing is. You have free-to-play options to go get those kind of things. The problem is, it's um, hidden behind really tough events, which is where the, I will say predatory, because it does, the game urges you to buy stuff because it wants you to then again like i said you don't have to it's just like hey this event is strong so maybe you should go spend some money if you manage to beat it good for you but it'd be easier if you did this and but yeah doken as a unfortunately a big fan of this uh it's very it's a very predatory (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) like i mean it's respectable and that that you you know have loved this game for seven years and and you know the discord uh genius thing uh all that and you can still see in the walls and uh, and the mold growing within i've grew up uh, me i've grown up with that kind of thing is you have to see the good and the bad in all things and i will argue this like i was actually before we did this i was actually arguing with um a player in my discord about something new they did it's just an aesthetic thing and how he was griping about how basically a screen as opposed to being completely filled up had more space and um he was griping about that okay. I, where I don't see the problem. I'll, I'll literally see it. What's the, is it, it's not rose colored. I see both black and white and I'll give you the gray option. And okay. I see it through that with all this. So I do love Dokken, but I will not hesitate to point out its flaws because if they, if the game itself hears flaws about it, it will try to enhance it. That's all I really want to. I want this game to live 10, 15, 20 years. So whenever I have a child, I can tell them, your dad plays this game and they have no clue what I'm talking about. And, but okay, okay. yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hark on this game as much as I love it, but I'll, I'll give you the good and the bad. That's, that's, that's good and honest and, and fantastic. One thing about mobile games that, uh, has been there the whole time before the phone. Um, even it was the first of the mobile games and that is handheld. Jeremy, you might not be the, end all be all of handheld games because we have Leonard with Nintendo and he is my Nintendo guy. He's the guy I go to for Nintendo things. But what you do have that most people don't because it was impossible to find during the holiday season and beyond. Yes. Sorry. It was backbone. Sorry. I, I, I'm not a Dragon Ball Z nerd. So I was kind of clashing it up a little bit on my phone. (laughs) Um, so it's, I recently, um, 
came in contact with the backbone about several months now. And real for quick, the people I know I've talked about it on the podcast right. before, but it's like a controller for your phone. Yes. Now, uh, what, what do you do uh, with that uh, controller for your phone? So I do a lot with it. And I, I've been hearing everyone talk like this, this for this episode about mobile gaming. And I was thinking about it and mobile gaming kind of sucks. <laughs> it's a lot about paid. It's a, it's a lot about pay to win. And, you know, like I know Yusuf is a big Pokemon Go fan, but I just searched up Pokemon Go and I didn't know that there's a Witcher version, a Jurassic Park version, a Harry Potter version, um, a Walking Dead version of yeah, Pokemon it's Go. New. It's definitely uh, not new. So um, I know I said it on the podcast, jeez, uh, 187 days, not 184, but 187 because, you know, I was on the podcast <laughs> then. Um, <laughs> But basically, the backbone and Razer has one. I think it's the Razer Kishi, I believe. Mm -hmm. It basically turns your cell phone into a handheld gaming device. Right. Something uh, like a Game Boy or a which, DS. It's it's great because you can download games. Like, I myself, I'm not a PC gamer, but there's Stadia. Um, Xbox Cloud Gaming just came out. Yes, it did. Um, that's through Game Pass, which I absolutely love. Yep. Um PS4, PS PlayStation Remote Play, and it even works. It gives you lists of games that work on your mobile phone. So as everyone knows, except for our two lovely new people, I'm a big Rocket League player. I love Rocket League. You can bash on it all you want. There's never going to be a new version of Rocket League. I know, Leonard, you were waiting for it, but I love Rocket League. And they just came out with Rocket League, Rocket League Sideswipe, and, which is a mobile version of Rocket League, and you can plug in a backbone or a controller, and you can, like, it enhances your gameplay. Uh, I'm big on the cloud gaming through my phone as well. So, yes, so, it soaks up my battery. So real quick, um, real quick, Jeremy, because you mentioned the mobile version of a game that's already out on consoles and uh, and all that, and PC and whatnot, other than graphical quality, Quality other than uh, features that may or may not be added or whatever. Uh, is there a difference? That's a trick question because obviously there's going to be a big difference between like a console game right. compared to, you know, like a handheld. So there is a difference between Rocket League Sideswipe. But when you go in cloud games, for example, through Xbox, like and I'm playing Halo in bed, it feels looks plays like I'm actually playing Halo on my phone, um, which is incredible. Um, the backbone, the one con about the backbone is that it is a little expensive. It's about a hundred bucks. Luckily, I didn't have to pay for it. Thank you, Leonard's OnlyFans. I appreciate that. Um, he, 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 his OnlyFans paid for it. Uh, uh, yes. And real, real quick, 100%. the Razer, the Razer Kenshi, for those who are uh, interested, is on Amazon currently for almost 60. So it's about half the price. Uh, it doesn't have as many features, but it does uh, work on Android, which is what I was looking for. And the Backbone does have an Android version as well. Yes. Um, no. So I think the Backbone and the Razer Kishi, it really like upgraded mobile gaming to a standard as well, since you can play these Xbox games. And obviously, like our phones nowadays um, can handle these graphics and like the speed that's needed to play. Um, and it works fantastic. I can play MLB The Show. I can really play any Xbox Game Pass with no problems. I was playing, shout out uh, Dan, I was playing Black Desert Online on my phone because I could and I wanted to try and I wanted to see what the whole hype was up and it's actually pretty fun. Um, but it, it kind of enhances it a little bit, um, which I, I can appreciate. Bone, Kishi, these types of things, playing these types of games, cloud gaming, uh, Stadia, 
and Xbox and PlayStation, you have got to step it up and get something like this. This is the future. When everyone was talking about the future of uh, mobile gaming being uh, the gotcha games, and no offense to you three who love your gotcha games. Gotta love it. But the future is cloud gaming. This is amazing technology that we have in the palm of our hands. And yes, I am able to play Fallout 4 on my phone anywhere in the world, which I think is incredible. Brand new games like uh, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, which is usually incredibly taxing on a PC. I could just get Stadia and have Google's computer play it for me um, or stream it to me rather. And I don't need $2,000 computer to be able to, to play it myself. This, this is the future of mobile gaming. And I'm glad that we can see it now. And I, I, I am glad also that, uh, you know, they don't try and nickel and dime you for energy uh, when you already pay for a subscription to their service, which is kind of 100%. nice. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Is there anything that I'm missing here? Like, I have already sent uh, at least two of your games to hell, to video game hell. Um, Let's go on thin ice. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is actually a game that I do play that's not a gotcha. Oh? To be honest, you don't really have to pay anything. Interesting. Um, what is that, brother? Go on. That game, and I kid you not, I, told, I talked to you about this the other day, Paul, but... Um, the game is called Egg Incorporated. <laughs> is that a clicker? It is literally a clicker. So God damn it. Basically how it works is you have your own egg farm and you sell those eggs and you make money. <clears throat> now, of course, um, when you're making the money, you can do upgrades where it's like making the uh, chickens uh, repopulate faster. Uh, have the delivery trucks send them out faster. Uh, get more space so that your chickens can act. You can actually hold or house more chickens. It's basically like you. Um, there's a big red button at the bottom. You just hold that down, and the chickens start running. Now, of course, it just takes some time to get those things going. But if you dedicate your time to it, like I dedicated maybe, what, 10 minutes a day for a long time. I got to a point within a week where I was like, okay, I can pretty much upgrade to the next egg. Okay. Okay. And we do not have nearly enough time for me to go into why I dislike Skinner Box games. Egg Incorporated. Destroying your brain. Kind I of. would I love mean, to know about this. I, a, I have no idea what Leonard's on about. It's it's a little bit hyperbolic what I'm saying, but... Um, time Shaper? Hyperbolic Lion Tamer. <laughs> I don't know if anybody gets that, Leonard. I get that. <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> okay. it's, the, it's the only way Jeremy I watch Dragon Ball. It's like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, I was thinking we would talk about it on the next episode in 184 days. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say about Skinner Box games is that although they are less predatory and less uh, monetarily problematic, they are equally, if not more so, um, really bad for the brain. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll get to that on a future episode because, uh, I, 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 as, as, as with every episode of this podcast, we will end today this discussion by saying that there's much more to talk about and we will talk about it on a future episode. We always come back to these topics every single time we've never missed a single episode release. So this 183 days or whatever it is, it's Four. not going to happen again. Two weeks. And yeah, 185. <laughs> we will be yeah. back. We've been 85 days. <laughs> Let's go. 
But before we go, I have to thank, first of all, Yusuf, your energy, your, your, your amazing voice. We appreciate you on the podcast and we hope to have you back. Happy to be here, brother. And uh, if you guys are more than welcome to have me, then I would be uh, very appreciative of that. Anything, Thank you. Anything you're doing that you want to you want to talk about for a quick second and let people know about? Uh, yes, if I can uh, completely sell out for a second. I do stream on Twitch. I'm actually going to be streaming in about an hour and a half from now, which uh, to you know break the fourth wall right now, it's 757 uh, my coast. Dude, uh, I'm going to be streaming uh, hopefully with Leonard here. Uh, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Yusef the Semite. Uh, my Twitter is the same, Yusef the Semite. Uh, I stream every Tuesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. PST. Uh, some things are a little bit different here and there, but for the most part, that's my stream schedule. I'm a variety streamer. I do voice impressions. I'm practicing to be a voice actor. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to sell out about. Uh, thank you again hey, for having me on. West Coast streamers don't get enough love, so yes, show them some love. Bay Area boys. Bay Area indeed. Uh, Hayden, we appreciate your expertise. We appreciate you stepping away from your uh, Discord channel um, where you are a genius. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I want you back on, you are a very knowledgeable person and it's really nice to get, uh, I don't know, uh, the Southern twang, uh, in my audio feed. It's kind of great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun with this. I, uh, believe it or not, I was nervous, Paul, you intimidated me. Oh, there's nothing to be intimidated about at all. I am a huggy Everything bear. Everything is to be intimidated. Yes, about. there is. I'm currently you yelled at Leonard for you yelled at Leonard for plugging his stuff. I was going to plug my stuff, and then you yelled at Leonard, and I was scared. <laughs> if you make Paul angry, he'll 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 do a whole episode about you and how you hurt his feelings. So oh, same oh, way that Red Dead Redemption's trash. So so Hayden <laughs> can't escape it. So Hayden, now is the point where I like to ask guests and hell, even uh, regulars like uh, Leonard and uh, uh, other regulars that we have, um, if there's anything that they're working on and anything that they would like the audience to know about, this would be the perfect time to tell me about it. Okay, I won't get griped at it. Um, right now, I'm actually going trying to do a couple things. I'm a, I started college yesterday, and Ooh. whenever I get the money... I'm trying to get some books published out in my actual life of stuff, but Shit. I'm flat broke. Okay. Uh, what what kind of books you write? I write very like sci-fi books. Like I have Guardian Angel, uh, one that's very, I, I will say, if you look at it, it can look like Dragon Ball, uh, Assassin, Ghost Hunter, stuff like that. It's what those are just bare, a variety of things that tie together come the end. I like it. I like it. That's good. Or Star we're into our second year of my uh, podcast or actual technical true second year. Cause we, we celebrated our one year anniversary last November, which I'm amazed. We still la we lasted a year. I'm happy with the, the show. Congratulations. What's that name? <laughs> it is called Dokken when D O K K A N when, which can be found on a uh, Spotify. And if you look at my YouTube channel, it's K H Hauser. You can find them on, uh, YouTube, if you prefer the YouTube side, and um, yeah. If somebody wanted to watch your streams, where would somebody find you? Um, you can now go check out me on Twitch at Doken underscore When underscore Podcast, where I guess I'm a variety streamer. I'm still trying to put my get my feet in the water, figure out what I'm wanting to 
play and do all that. And I think I'll just go to my random playing Final Fantasies and Kingdom Hearts and Mass Effects and survival games. So There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I'm also making an audition for a movie tomorrow. I don't know. Dang, don't know you should do that. Dang. You should totally do that. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Leonard, what was the uh, Twitch that uh, you're doing again? Oh, yeah. I'm on this little website called Twitch and uh, I do stream. I've gone back into streaming because I actually have more time and energy to do so. Mm. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash gb3ditz and it's pronounced gbedits. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram is the same way. Uh, I also do some uh, anime AMV edits every once in a while just because I like editing. Editing is fun. It's my passion and something I really like to do. So be on the lookout for a new edit that will be coming out. I'm also going to be uh, working with some really cool streamers like Yusuf the Semite. Yeah, uh, Hayden and I are going to p- try to plan to stream something very soon. Maybe if we both have enough money and we can do the things that we need to, we can probably stream Dokkan. And yeah, that'd be really fun. Um, we can also stream other games too. Either way, it's fun. And uh, I'm definitely gonna at some point have NPC Paul on the stream and NPC Jeremy uh, to be on it as well. And maybe we'll all play a game where we're all a bunch of surgeons with Yusuf the Semite. Piss off. (laughs) I would like to state that I am not a medical doctor. I am a paramedic. I never claim to be a doctor because it is illegal. I'm going to cut that part out. Don't worry, Yusuf. We have lawyers. Are they good? Keep in mind, I'm black. They're Matt Murdock good. Jeremy, it was fantastic. It was fantastic to have you back, Jeremy. And thank you for keeping me honest for 184 days you are the podcast's rock and uh we appreciate you and everything that you do we hope you're well and you're going to be on the next podcast whether you want to be on it or not that's fine i just feel bad i have nothing to shout out so uh shout out uh health and don't get covid stay safe use protection use protection indeed wear your masks wash your hands don't be like jeremy's profile picture which has his nose sticking out put it on on my life Listen, I'm about some Pokemon Go character, okay? And before we go, I will, of course, plug my own shit. You can find this podcast on iTunes and Spotify or the website, silvertongueaudio.org, where you can also find our three other podcasts, The NPC Adventures, a D&D adventure with the rest of the NPCs and a couple of our friends, as well as Dazed and Disturbed, which is a uh, bi-weekly podcast. It comes out about weird shit that com- that uh, happens around the world, like murder and and uh, dolphins talking uh, English and all sorts of weird, crazy bullshit that happens. Uh, all with uh, Danny De los Monstros. He's an amazing host and, and a funny, funny guy. But if you really want to talk about funny, funny guys, you got to talk about Midnight and the Bay. And Alex Woody, a stand-up comedian here in the Bay Area, he does a weekly Monday podcast called Midnight in the Bay that everyone who is a fan of comedy should check out. And as I say at the end of every episode, it's never going to change because I can't think of something better. Until next game, everybody. Until next game. Well, we worked so hard to build a little house together. In the snow or the rain or the ice cold wind, whenever. No matter what the weather. Silver Tongue Audio.
I'm a surgeon. 